marriage, hauntings, murder, we've got it all. A husband and wife talking about all things real, scary, and truthful. Welcome to our podcast. Hello. Hello. Oh. I'm freaking yawn. Eric's like really far <clears throat> away. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, I can hear that. Eric's like really far away from the microphone. No, so. I ain't neither. Yes, you are. I'm a foot from it. No. How big is your foot if you think that you it. are a foot from this? No way in hell. It's close enough. Get a ruler out. I'm close enough. <laughs> 18 inches. Uh-huh. So did you guys miss us last week? I bet you did. I bet you were sad and heartbroken. Did we not do one last week? No, we got home from Branson, remember? Oh, yeah. Duh. So we went on a little mini vacay. Like what? Like a Christmas vacay, I guess you would call it. Yeah, I guess. Pre-Christmas vacay with my dad and stepmom. And we went to Branson, and it was fun. It was cold, but it was fun. Definitely cold. I think the aquarium was the best. There weren't a whole lot of options, so. What do you mean? I mean, we were only there for a few days. Yeah, we were there for like, what, three days, two days? Something like that. Four days, three nights. I don't know. We could never figure out how long we were going to be gone. Um, yeah, the aquarium was super cool. So if you ever get a chance to go to Branson and go to the aquarium, I say definitely do it. They're still working on the outside. I guess they were like, well, the inside's done. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the big building behind it was, though. Like, I couldn't figure out what that was. I don't have any idea. Well, obviously. I don't know if I remember the building. Did you go on this trip? We also went to Silver Dollar City. It was pretty much half closed. Yeah. Maybe more. Well, they well that one ride, what did they say? It's too cold. It was too cold. The powder keg. It was too cold, I guess, because it was outside. But then, like, other roller coasters were going that were outside. No, I'm saying most of the shops and little vendors were closed. Mm, the only thing that I wanted to be open was the grandpa's cabin or whatever it was called, grandpa's mansion, because I wanted Eric to do that, and that was closed. And I was like, oh, <laughs> the one thing that I wanted you to do. It was fun. It was fun. The prison shooting thing was fun. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called. Big Cedar's nice. Yeah, Big Cedar's nice. Also cold. Not as cold. No. Um. There's oh, they had a like I like their Christmas lights at Big Cedar. Well, I guess everywhere. Silver Dollar City has some kick-ass lights too. The tree's cool. The one that like flashes, yeah. We're saying that like you guys are there, but if you're sure the people from. Well, hell, I was going to say from Missouri, but I bet there's just a lot of people that have been to Branson. Surely everyone knows about Have you been to Branson? Let us know. Also, I know I sound horrible. I am sick today, but we've got some news. Eric doesn't know the news, and I didn't know the news either, and it's, I can't wait to tell you. Am I pregnant? (laughs) You are you have triplets inside you. <laughs> I cannot get pregnant right I now. I cannot. No. It's serial killer news. Okay. 
Podcast news. Well, I guess not ours. Hit me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, I got an alert on my... Well, I say my Instagram. It's our Instagram, but Eric never gets on the Instagram page. So, I got an alert that I was tagged in somebody's um, story on Instagram. And I was like, ooh, wonder what it was. And uh, so, I opened it up, and it was from... A really good podcast you guys should check out. It's called Botox with Big Jim. Um, They're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. They're really funny. Um, You definitely need to check them out. But, so I get an alert. And it is something that he has tagged me in. And it's a news story. Do you want to just guess? Like, if you had to guess. What do you think? I don't know. Somebody got killed. Somebody got killed. Definitely not. Um, so I'm just so excited, but I feel like you're not going to care as much as I did. So the Zodiac killer, remember them? Remember, remember that guy? Mm-hmm. Okay. You remember he would write those weird ass ciphers and send them to the police all the time. Yeah. They cracked one after like sh- a billion years. I can't remember how long it's been, but they cracked one. They figured it out and... Well, do you, do you not remember what they looked like, his letters? They're like code, like this is what his letters looked like. Yeah, I remember from the movie. So you don't care as much as I do? What, what does it mean? I was going to tell you. Well, how can I care? I don't know what it means. So it says, well, let's just back up. It says, after millions of attempts, thousands of bad solutions, and 51 years, 51. the Zodiac Killer's most infamous cipher has been solved. And, of course, it's like people are skeptical, blah, blah, blah. It says there's been many people that have said they were cracked it, but it was not correct. Um, so, it says um, the letter, I guess, says, I hope you were having lots of fun and trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I am not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner. Because I now have enough slaves to work for me, where everyone else has nothing. When they reach paradise, so they are afraid of death. I am not afraid because I know that my new life is, life will be an easy one in paradise, death. And so, they're like, I guess this was the hardest one to crack. It had 340 ciphers. Um, I, it's crazy to me. How did they crack it? Um, that well, it's like a long article. I don't want to read it all. Okay, I don't want to hear it all. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's see. Is that on December third they had their first breakthrough by breaking the cipher into three chunks and reading the characters diagonally like a word search puzzle? They started to see phrases taking shape, like "trying to catch me in the gas chamber." So they continued to solve it like a word jumble, basically. Um, It says that he also made a mistake while writing his cipher. Once they shifted a character over, the misspellings cleared up and the cipher worked. So, like, I guess he didn't even know what he was doing. Um, It says they sent the solution to the FBI, which they confirmed on Friday. That was correct, I guess. Mm. Um, 
it says because oh, he spelled paradise wrong it was um, P-A-R-A-D-I-C-E and they think that he almost intentionally spelled it wrong um, because he could spell like more complex words correctly and they were like well this doesn't make any sense um, he's a gambler huh he's a gambler he is paradise Par- uh, wah, wah. <laughs> I just cracked that. It says, um, yeah, so they, they finally cracked, they cracked it. Hmm. That's crazy. So I'm like, hmm. So we were going to talk about somebody else today, but I feel like now we just have to talk about him because news. Hashtag news. Because news. Because. <laughs> what a reason. Because news. Well, I couldn't. I mean, is that news, really? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? It doesn't mean anything, though. Well, this case has been unsolved for a billion years. It will stay unsolved. Gosh. I don't well, think. negative. Well, that letter doesn't have any. It doesn't mean anything. It's just a, a letter. Well, he has a billion more letters. It wasn't like it was the only one he wrote. But does that mean since they cracked the code on how he ciphered it, that they can decipher all of them? The Maybe. Same kind, the same kind of letters or markings or whatever? I don't know. He's got a shit ton of letters. Well, I know, but... like a, But, but some he did write, like in wor- like word form. But he did have the the... Whatever. Whatever these are. You know what I'm trying to say. You feel me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, Zodiac Killer. Yep. Who did we... Who we... We did one, and the guy was like, I think my dad was a Zodiac Killer. Who were we... What did we talk about? Do you remember? I have no idea. <laughs> How would I remember that? Do you uh, know... Have you been to our show before? Do you know what we do here? We've done like 30 of them. How am I supposed We've to We've done do 21. One, this one will, sentence. Of this all will of be it. 22. And there was one, and the guy was like, My dad's going to, my dad probably did this. Ooh, who was it? I'm trying to think. Was that on our podcast? Yes, because there was like a news article, and it was like, My dad, I think my dad. Would have been the Zodiac Killer. But now I can't remember who it was. We've talked about so much stuff. I feel like it was like a, like towards the beginning. But like. Like you're thinking of a movie or something. No. Because I read the article. And it was like. Uh, I think my dad was the Zodiac Killer. So if you're listening. And you know the answer to what podcast episode that was please freaking tell me because i remember talking about it but i can't remember who because remember i was like he found like little books or something i can't remember i do not recall whatsoever (laughs) that story (laughs) maybe it wasn't the zodiac maybe their they thought their dad was h.h holmes maybe that's what i'm thinking I don't know. That wouldn't make any sense because that was so long ago. It would have had to have been the Zodiac Killer. I'm totally wasting time. But if you guys 
can tell me <laughs> who was we were that talking movie? about. Was it, a, was it the same story as that movie I showed you the other day, the trailer? Like the Clove Hitch Killer or whatever? Because that's the exact same story as what you just said. Well, I don't know. We haven't watched that, so I don't know. I know, but it showed in the trailer. I know, but we haven't talked about anything. I don't know what that is. Or if that's even real. Well, I know, but it's the same story, though. Yeah, Kid I know. finds all the stuff and I can't, figures I don't out know. If dad. you know, please tell me. Because this is going to drive me bananas. And I don't have time to sit here and listen to all of our podcasts. Because that's, that's a lot of time. Um... <laughs> But if you know, please tell me because I don't know. So, that's going to bug me. It might not even been the Zodiac Killer, but I remember somebody was like, I found these books and da-da-da. Whatever. I don't even care. <laughs> sounds like you don't care. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Great. <laughs> so... I told you, I stayed home sick today. You even said when you came home, you were like, you haven't even moved. And I was like... No, but let's sit close together and do a podcast. Yeah. Great. Don't touch me. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Okay. So, Zodiac Killer. Or you can call him Zodiac. You don't have to put killer at the end, I guess. You can call it a mystery. You can call it a mystery. Um... It was an American serial killer who operated in Northern California from at least the late 1960s to early 1970s. So, it really wasn't around, like, too terribly long. And he really didn't kill... I don't know. We'll get to that. I'm just getting ahead of myself. Um, Obviously, they still don't know who he is. Which is so... It's like, if I could... If somebody was ever like, hey... You can have one, like, one wish to know something. One piece of information. What would you want to know? And I would want to know who this was. Really? Yes. It. I, I think about it way more than I of should. anything in the world, you would want to know who that what else do I? What else would I want to know? I don't know, but that's... What would you want to know? I don't know. See? It At least I be, have an answer. It wouldn't be that. I, I don't care who that is. I do need to know. I need to know. Um, So, like I said, they don't know who he is. Um, He would send taunting letters and cards to the San Francisco Bay Area Press. And then it says four of them were the cipher things, which one of them obviously has been cracked. Um, It it, has? What? Oh, my God. I almost smacked you. (laughs) I'm shocked. Whatever. The... uh, they he murdered five known victims um, between December of sixty eight and October of sixty nine. He targeted mostly young couples, and if anybody was going to survive, it was mostly the men. Um, I don't know. It says he once claimed that he murdered thirty seven people, but might have. That that's what I'm saying. You don't know, and this is what I need to know everything about him. And also, why is it? A, how do you not know it was a wasn't a woman? They wore a, like a you you could see him. How do you not know? It could have been a woman just as easily as it could have been a man. Well, I guess he called in to radio stations. So scratch that. Sorry, I get ahead of myself. Wow. And also, I don't feel good. So leave me alone. Wow, no detective. <laughs> detective on the case. Oh no. Okay, so um. 
It says his five confirmed murders were, um, this, well, hang on. Let me go back. It says, he, like I said, he claimed to kill 37 people. Um, there was only seven confirmed victims and two survived. So five people total. So David Arthur Faraday, who was 17, and Betty Lou Jensen, which you've seen the movie. Do you, like, remember any of this? Nope. Okay. So she was 16. He was 17. Um, shot and killed on December 20th, 1968 on Lake Herman Road. Um, they were in that car, I think. But I can't remember about those two. Um, and then Michael... Majow, I don't know, who was 19, Darlith Farron, who was 22, shot in the parking lot of Blue Springs Park in uh, California. Um, Michael survived the attack, and she was pronounced dead on arrival. Brian Hartnell, uh, who was 20, and Cecilia Shepard, who was 22, they were stabbed. Um, It says, he, excuse me, he survived, but she did not. And then Paul Lee Stein, who was shot and killed on October 11th in 1969. Do you don't remember any of this from no. the movie? When was the last time you watched the movie, though? I don't know. 15 years? How old is it? I don't know. It's got Robert Downey Jr. in it, so it can't be too old. He's like 50, so it can be pretty old. But Jake Gyllenhaal was in it, too. Let's see. Zodiac 2007. 13. I guess probably 2007. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Whatever. I don't remember. I nothing, thought we but... watched it one day. I've watched it at least twice, like, since we've lived in this house. Must not have been very good then. That's really not that great, but whatever. Um, so, the Lake Herman Road murders. Um, it says the first murders that were widely attributed to the Zodiac Killer were these murders. Um, like I said, it was Betty Lou Jensen and David Faraday on December 20th, 1968. Um, they were on their first date, and they planned to attend a Christmas concert at a local high school. Um, it was about three blocks from Betty's home. Dang, around Christmas time? That's depressing. Um, it said they instead visited a friend before stopping at a local restaurant and then driving out to Lake Herman Road. And at about 10.15 p.m., um, they parked the car, and it was at uh, what is called Lover's Lane. Every town's got one. Where? Malnet got a Lover's Lane? Where would it be? Well, I don't know. A lane somewhere? Bernie has one? (laughs) Yes. Where? Outside of uh, Pfeiffer Division. Okay, like, I don't know what that means. Um... So, they were out at Lover's Lane. Shortly after 11 p.m., their bodies were found by Stella, I'll say Borges, who lived nearby. It says they investigated, but no leads were developed. It says, oh my gosh, it squeezed me. Um, he pulled up and parked beside the couple, exited, and walked towards the car, possibly ordering them out of the car. It says uh, Betty exited the car first, and um, it says when he was halfway out of the car, the killer apparently shot him in the head and then shot Betty five times in the back as she fled, and she was found 28 28 feet from the car. Hmm. Not very far. No. So weird. I can see it in my mind from the movie. 
I don't know how you don't remember. <laughs> I got nothing. Um, so the Blue Rock Springs murder, which were July 4th, 1969, and was Darlene and Michael. They drove to the Blue Rock Springs Park, and it was four miles from the Lake Herman murder site. So he's staying pretty, like, close to the cuff here. Um, they parked at the park. They sat in the car and then drove into the lot, and uh, then another car pulled up beside them, but almost immediately drove away and returned in about 10 minutes, and this time they parked behind them. It says the driver of the car then exited the vehicle, approached the passenger side of the car, carrying a flashlight and a 9mm Luger. I'm assuming that's a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, the killer directed the flashlight into Michael's uh, eyes and then into Darlene's eyes and then shot them, firing five times. Both of them were hit. Um, the killer walked away from the car, but he heard Michael moaning and then returned and shot them both twice before driving off. I feel like you just need to be quiet. If you're still alive, just shh. That'd be hard to do with a couple bullets. Well, you? yeah, but I mean, it, you gotta arrive alive. Um, but he did, Michael still did survive. He was shot in the face, neck, and chest and right. survived. He said he described his attacker, attacker, attacker as 26 to 30 and about uh, 195 to 200 pounds. And that was about 5'8". And it says white male with long brown curly hair. Right for short to be 100, 200 pounds. 5'8"? Mm-hmm. Maybe he was built. Maybe he had dumps like a truck. And thighs like what? Possible. I'm saying that's that's a that's heavy for five eight. Mm. It's only two inches shorter than you. I'm not five ten. Or not two inches. <laughs> <laughs> Math. <laughs> Math is hard. Um. <laughs> if I was five ten, yes, he would only be. Two Whatever. Wow. <laughs> How many inches are in a foot? Twelve. <laughs> I might have told you, but I, you know, when I don't feel good, it's like my brain doesn't work, and I can't do math anyway. So expect me to do it right now. Is there's nothing you can't? There's nothing. Yeah, if only you had twelve fingers. Huh? <laughs> if only. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, N.T. Way. On August 1st, 1969, three letters prepared by the killer were received at the Vallejo Times, the San Francisco Chronicle, and the San Francisco Examiner. It says they were nearly identical, and it says they were seemed to be written by someone you would expect to be brooding and isolated. So that's like two different things. I feel like um, they took credit for the shootings at both Lake Herman Road and Blue Rock Springs, and each letter also included one third of a four hundred eight symbol cryptogram, uh, which the killer claimed as his identity. Do you remember his little sign? Yeah, like a circle with two lines through it or whatever. Um, 
The killer demanded that they printed each uh, letter on the front page or he would, quote unquote, cruise around all weekend killing lone people in the night and then move on to kill again until I end up with a dozen people over the weekend. So, that's aggressive. Don't like, don't like that. Um, so, it says the Chronicle published its third of the cryptogram on page four. So, they didn't put it on the front, which he said to do. <laughs> so, that doesn't work. Um, it says the threatened murders did not happen and all three parts of the letter were eventually published. So, I guess you had to put them together to make one full letter is what it sounds like. Um, on August 7th, another letter was received at the San Francisco Examiner with a salutation. Dear editor, this is Zodiac speaking. It says this was the first time he had used his name for identification. You don't remember anything like that? Nope. I do. Um, it says the letter was a response to Chief Stiltz's request for more details that would prove he had killed uh, Faraday, Jensen, and Farron. It says in the letter he included details about the murders which had not been released to the public as well as a message to the police that when they crack the code, quote-unquote, they will have me. And it says he was collecting slaves for the afterlife. Is that how that works? I don't know. What's he believing? I don't know. So, um, the cryptogram said, I like killing people because it is so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal, spelled A-N-A-M-A-L, of all. Uh, to kill something gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your rocks off with a girl. The best part is that when I die, I will be reborn in paradise and I, and, okay, and the I have killed will become my slaves. I will not give you my name because you will try to slow or stop my collection of slaves for my afterlife. And then it was just a bunch of jumbled letters. It says the meaning of the final 18 letters has not been determined. But he, like, slow was spelled S-L-O-I. Stop was spelled A-T-O-P. So he obviously didn't either know how to use the cipher or was doing it on purpose. Clearly, I think he obviously did it on purpose. There's another message in there. Are you going to figure it out? Give me the letters. <laughs> Can you print them all? Are they public records? I'm sure they're just, like, on the internet. Print them. Okay. I'm getting to work. Okay, so next up, <laughs> next on the list, is the Lake Berryessa murder. Is that what I'm assuming? B-E-R-Y-E-S-S-A. Berryessa. No, I don't know. That's no what idea. we're going with. The Lake B murders is what we'll call them. <laughs> um, on September 27th, 1969, Two Pacific Union college students, Brian Hartnell and Cecilia Shepard, were picnicking at the lake on a small island connected by a split, uh, a sand split to Twin Oaks Ridge. So they're out there just enjoying the day, pretty much. And that was about to change. So a white man, they say about 5 feet 11 inches, weighing more than 170 pounds, with combed greasy brown hair approached them wearing a black executioner's type hood 
with clip-on sunglasses over the eye holes and a bib-like device on its chest that had a white 3x3 cross-circle symbol on it. So his little symbol, I guess. Um, he approached them with a gun, which uh, Brian considered or thought looked like a forty-five. The man claimed to be an escape jail convict, and it says um, with a two-word name. I don't know what that means. In either Colorado or Montana, um, it says he, oh, he was escaped from a jail with a two-word name. Like, the jail had two words. I thought it was saying he had a two-word name, but he wasn't going to tell him the name. And I was like, what? <laughs> Maybe you should be doing this today. <laughs> oh, you're doing fine. <laughs> anyway, they say he was referring to Deer Lodge, Montana Jail. Um, where he had killed a guard and subsequently stolen a car. And that's how he got a car. That's why he was out there. And he needed their car to go to Mexico. Because the vehicle he was driving in was quote unquote too hot. Too hot. It ain't got no air conditioner. Roll the windows down. Like. <laughs> feel like there's a lot of uh, ways you can fix that. So. Um, he had brought clothesline and told Shepard to tie up Hartnell before he tied her up. The killer checked and tightened their bonds after discovering that uh, Cecilia had bound uh, Brian's hands loosely, which is smart, but the killer was like, bitch, I'm smarter. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So, of course, that probably pissed him off. It said that Brian thought that they were about to just be robbed And then the killer drew a knife and stabbed them both repeatedly. Uh, Brian suffered six and uh, Cecilia suffered ten stab wounds. The killer then hiked back up to Knoxville Road about 500 yards. uh, Drew the symbol on the car door with a black felt tip pen and wrote beneath it. I guess the date is what it, it says. Vallejo 12, 20, 68. 7469 September 27, 69, 630 by knife. Hmm. I don't know what the two dates were for. Maybe because he killed somebody else in the in December, I was what I would assume. Maybe. Um so then at 7:40 p.m. the killer called the Napa County Sheriff's Department from a payphone to report the latest crime. Which to me, like, <laughs> that's so, it's such a dick, like you already stabbed these people and now you're going to just rub, like, to me the Zodiac Killer was a bitch, kind of. Like, you're going to do it and then you're going to brag about it. Like, you're just, like, you're just obviously an all-around asshole, right? Like. Well, that sums up pretty much every killer. Well, yeah, but They're I mean, I think that, like. To kill people and then caught like you're like boasting about it. It's just disgusting. Like you already killed people. You're already disgusting. Quit it. Just stop. Just just, just don't. Quit. Just quit. <laughs> don't. <laughs> oh my, that's just <laughs> personal opinion time, I guess. <laughs> just stop it. Just stop. Don't do it. Um so the caller stated that they wished to report a murder, and then they said no, a double murder. 
And then that he was like, oh, by the way, I did it. BT dubs. Blah, blah, blah. So the cops obviously went to the payphone. The phone was still off the hook. Um, it says they were able to lift a still wet palm print from the telephone, but they were ne- never able to match it to anybody. Not in the system. Not in the system. <laughs> so I guess he was like, fuck it, I'll just start my crimes out big time. Because mo- sometimes, like, a lot of the time, they would do, like, small, like, steel or something. Build up to killing people. Yeah. And this dude just like, fuck it. Um, so a man and his son who were fishing in a nearby, nearby cove heard the screaming. And they contacted the park rangers. And so they went to the scene of the crime. Cecilia was still conscious. Um, and so I guess she provided him with the details of the Zodiac killer. And Brian and Cecilia were taken to a hospital. It says that she lapsed into a coma during the transport and never regained consciousness and died two days later. But Brian survived this attack. Hmm. That's crazy. It says, uh, Napa County Sheriff Detective Ken Harlow was assigned to the case and worked on solving this crime until he retired in 1987. That's a long-ass time. That's a long time. So this was, what, 69? Thanks. Okay, so then two weeks later, in Presidio Heights, um, there was another moida. So this was in San Francisco, I guess. Um, so on October 11th, a white male passenger entered the cab uh, driven by Paul Stein and uh, says he was requesting to be taken to Washington and Maple Street. In Pres- I don't know if that's, that's right, Presidio, but it's P-R-E-S-I-D-I-O, Presidio. I don't have a clue. Um, it says, for reasons unknown... Paul drove one block past Maple to Cherry, and then the passenger then shot him in the head with a 9mm, took his wallet and keys, and tore away a section of his bloodstained shirt tail. Um, This passenger was observed by three teenagers across the street at 9.55pm, and they called the popo. It says they observed a man wiping the cab down before walking away. This dude was like, I'm just going to fucking do whatever I want, pretty much. Um, it says two blocks from the crime scene, patrol officer Don, I don't know how to say his last, Don and Eric, oh my god, were you there? Yep. Busted. <laughs> Busted big time. They responded to the call, they observed a white man walking alongside of the street and stepping into a stairway leading up to a front yard of one of the homes. Um, it says the, the encounter only lasted five to ten seconds. But don't you think you would be like, hey, sir, did you say anything? Yeah. Or, hey, who are you? Or where are you going? Or whatever. Um, it says that uh, Don estimated the pedestrian to be about 35 to 45, 5'10", with a crew cut similar to but slightly older than the description of the teenagers who observed the killer. Because they said he was about 20 to 20, or 25 to, to 30. That's a big difference, I feel like. What do I know? Same as me. Five, eight. <laughs> well, you know a little bit less than me, I guess. Whatever. 
Um, it says a search ensued, but obviously nothing. And this was the last official confirmed murder of the Zodiac. Could be so many more. Well, he said 37, remember? Yeah. So, three days later, on October 14th, the Chronicle received another letter. This one contained a swatch of Paul Stein's shirt tail to prove he was the killer. Like, it's just so, it's just pretentious, I feel like. Right? Yeah. What do I know? Um, the Zodiac wrote, Hang on. Oh, this was... Okay, I got confused. He wrote, just shoot out the front tire and then pick off the kitties as they come bouncing out. Because it included a threat about killing school children on a school bus. Real tough guy. See? I'm telling you. He's disgusting. At about 2 o'clock on October 20th, someone claiming to be Zodiac called the Oakland Police Department demanding one of two prominent lawyers... Ethley Bailey or Melvin Billy, I don't know, um, appear on AM San Francisco. Uh, Bailey was not available, but Melvin was available, so he did appear on the show. Um, it says they were told to keep the lines open and that someone claiming to be Zoniac called several times and said his name was Sam. And quote unquote, Sam was supposed to meet Melvin. But then never showed up. Of course so, he didn't. <laughs> you know what? Of course he didn't. Um, on November 8th, he mailed a card with the cryptogram that they solved just, what, two days ago or whatever it was that they solved um, recently. Um, it was dubbed Z34. And it, like I said, it was unsolved for 51 years, but they cracked it December 5th. So, that was the one. So, after the TV thing is when he said that one in. And then, on November 9th, 1969, he mailed a seven-page letter stating that two policemen stopped and spoke with him three minutes after he shot Stein. So, that would have been Don and Eric, right? That would have been embarrassing. That's what I said while ago. Why wouldn't you stop him and be like, hey, you did you see something? Maybe you should come down to the station with us. Blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, eh. Whatever. Have a good evening. <laughs> good night. Um, so it says on December 20th, exactly one year after the murders of David and Betty Lou, the Zodiac mailed a letter to the um, lawyer that Melvin, he lettered a letter to mail. <laughs> letter to mail. He mailed a letter to Melvin and said that it was, uh, he wanted help from him and included another swatch of Paul's shirt. It's a ballsy fella. Like, what do you need help for? Like, I feel like I feel like you've already dug your own grave. You know what I mean? Like you've literally already confessed. So, what do you think they're gonna help you with? That's my question. He ain't dug his own grave, huh? He still ain't dug his own grave. I'm saying, but he's already confessed to these murders. So, 
Yeah, whoever. It's not it is. like you can go back on it and be like, just kidding. Yeah, suck. <laughs> Even though I had the shirt and I knew the location and I knew stuff, you know, whatever. It's fine. Um, so then let's see, let's see. Uh, various authors speculated at the time of killing that other murders uh, may have been the work of Zodiac, but they hadn't been confirmed. And it was all shootings and stabbings as well. Um, but, like, one of them was in Nevada, which didn't make any sense because so far he had been keeping to California, you know. Um, so they weren't, they never confirmed them. But, like, the rest of them. Maybe he was on vacation. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, Zodiac continued to communicate with authorities all of 1970 with letters and greeting cards to the press. Fucking greeting. What is this? Hallmark? <laughs> Hope your day is wonderful. And then yeah. on, the, on the inside, he's like, listen up, motherfuckers. <laughs> There's like a cat on the front of yeah. the card. Oh, my God. So, um, on April 20th, he sent a letter and it said, my name is, and it had his little design. Um, and he went on to state that he was not responsible for the bombings of the police stations in San Francisco in February. Um, but there is more glory to killing a cop because a cop can shoot back. So. Yeah, they can. He's a peach. Um, on April 28th, another greeting card arrived and it says, I hope you enjoy yourselves while I have my blast. And then his little signature. He also wanted to start seeing people wear some nice Zodiac buttons. I told you, this guy's a freaking freak. Sweet button, bro. <laughs> it's like your Zodiac button. Um, on June 26th of 1970, he said he was upset that people weren't wearing his buttons. He wrote, I shot a man sitting in a parked car with a 38, possibly referring to a Richard... Uh, I don't know how to say this last name, a sergeant a week earlier. Um, he was riding a parking ticket in a squad car when somebody shot him in the head. It says, F SFPD denies Zodiac was involved in this murder, but it remained unsolved. So now he's just like trying to claim other murders, I guess. Yeah. Um, included with the leather was a road map of the San Francisco Bay area. And he had drawn circles um, similar to one of the previous correspondence, and I guess it was kind of like a map. And it said, the letter also included a 32 cipher that the killer claimed would, in junction with the code, lead the location of a bomb he had buried set to go off in the fall. The cipher was never decoded, and the bomb was never located. Did it ever go off? I guess not. Obviously not if it was never located. Duh. Well, it could have went off and I just never knew it. If a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound? Yes. If a bomb goes off in the woods, does anybody find it? No. <laughs> but it could still go off. <laughs> um, so then on July 24th, another letter came in. He took credit for an abduction um, of a lady named Kathleen Johns. Um on July 26th, he paraphrased this song 
from the Makito. Oh, that is. Do you? No. Definitely not. It is, let's see, a comic opera. Okay. So, paraphrase the songs from an opera, adding his own lyrics about making a little list of the ways he planned to torture slaves in his paradise. Then again, signed it with this little code thing. He's obviously insane. I don't really know. I don't really know. On October 7th, he received three five uh, received a three by five inch card signed by the zodiac with his little symbol drawn in blood. But I don't know if it was his blood. I didn't test it. I don't know. The card's message was formed by pasting words in the letter from an edition of the Chronicle, and thirteen holes were punched across the card. Or did they do DNA testing then? Um, I don't know. Probably not. I bet they wish they did. On October 27th, Chronicle reporter Paul Avery, who had been covering the Zodiac case, received a Halloween card signed with the letter Z and the Zodiac's cross circle symbol. He Handwritten on the card was a note, Peekaboo, you're doomed. I would have a heart attack. I wouldn't, because at least I'd get to see this motherfucker. Right, <laughs> we figured it out, and then he kills you. It says, the tra- threat was taken seriously and received front page story on the Chronicle. Soon after receiving this letter, he also received an anonymous letter alerting him to similarities between Zodiac's activities and the unsolved murder of Sherry Jo Bates, which had occurred four years earlier. Again, in the Los Angeles, San Francisco area. So, I don't know. Um, there's, like, all kinds of crap that they think, like, there's, I guess they call the Sherry Joe Bates thing the Riverside murder. There's a Lake Tahoe disappearance. There's a Santa Barbara murders that they aren't sure if he did it or not. But I guess he could have done it. He could have. There's no, nobody knows. Um, so he sent a final letter, which I'm sure they were like, thank God, <laughs> no more of these fucking things. Um, he remained silent for three years and then they received a letter from the Zodiac postmarked January 29th, 1974, praising the exorcist as the best, uh, comedy spelled C O M I D Y. That I have ever seen. So, there's that. The letter included a snippet of another verse from that comedy opera or whatever. And um, the symbol at the bottom with his name. But he concluded the letter with a new score. Me, 37, San Francisco Police Department, zero. Okay. Like, he's just... Maybe he's not lying. I don't know. Because then you're like... 37 is a weird-ass number to be lying or just make up. Yeah, but then at the same time, you're like... He said there was a bomb and there wasn't... That we know of. He said... (laughs) He said, like, he was claiming things that he might not have done. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, can you trust him? Like, that's the thing. He fucking killed people. You know you can't trust him. But I'm saying, can you trust... Like, he... 
yeah, he killed people and then called the cops on himself. So, like, how do you, (laughs) it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, um, it says, like, more letters came in, but they weren't ever sure if it was him. Because, like, I don't understand the thing about people wanting to, like, claim the fame. I don't, I always think that's weird. Like, I would never, if, if like, I don't know you committed a crime I would never be like oh no Eric didn't murder them it was me I don't understand I don't get why people do that I think that's weird people want to be famous but you didn't do it people still want to be famous and also get put out an album don't (laughs) kill people put out an album that ain't gonna get you famous Okay, make a piece of art. I don't know. I don't understand. I would never. I would never be like. Oh yeah, I killed these people. I am the Zodiac killer. Cause then, what if you get in jail and then they're like, <laughs> people looking for a way out to jail? I think people are just crazy. Some people prefer jail. <laughs> They want the, like you said, they want the fame. They want to be known for something. Well, be known for something else. Write a cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> Invent something. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, like, they would... Oh, boy, here comes Benny. They would, um, like, do, like, handwriting analysis against the letters, and they would be like, they don't write the same, or the pen pressure is different, or... Like, they had all that, but they couldn't test your blood, which is crazy to me, I guess, but I don't know when they they started testing blood. Oh, boy, Benny's okay. coming up in the bed. Okay. Hey, bud. He said, he said I'm coming up in here. What doing? Benny, we're trying to do a podcast. Do you know what a podcast is? He loves me. He can't help it. Can he's he? like halfway on the bed, halfway off the bed, and he's he can't help it, Bubba. breathing like he's been running around the block. Yeah, but he's been sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> he's exhausting that, wasn't it, Bubba? <laughs> Maybe he was running in his dream. I don't know. <laughs> um. So there was another letter that came in that was side the Red Phantom, Her and they were vision. like, "Huh? Is he a superhero?" All right. <laughs> I've caught the Zodiac. I am the Red Phantom. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's kind of a cool name. Um, they also got fan mail for the Zodiac. Um, it says that in 1990, they got, or on March 3rd, 2007, an American's Greeting cr- Christmas card was sent to the Chronicle. And it was postmarked 1990. And... Um, which is crazy to me because it really that's really not that long ago, I guess. Inside the envelope with the car was a photocopy of two U.S. postal keys on a magnet keychain. The handwriting in the envelope resembled Zodiac's print but was inauthentic. It says, however, not all Zodiac experts agree with this analysis. 
Um, there was no return address on the envelope, nor his little signature. The card was unmarked, um, and they never figured out who sent it. But that's a, like, in two, so they didn't get anything since, like, the late 70s, early 80s. And then in 2007, they're like, <laughs> here's a card. Yeah. So that's weird to me. Um, April 2004, the San Francisco Police Department marked the case inactive. Um, but I guess it's technically not closed. It says, citing caseload pressure and resource demands effectively closing the case. But they reopened their case sometime before March 2007. The case is also open in Napa Valley and Riverside. And in 2018, they were attempting to collect Zodiac's DNA from the back of stamps that he used during his correspondence. And they hoped that the Zodiac killer might be caught in a similar fashion to the Golden State Killer. Have they found any? It says the results were expected in May, but no results have been reported. So that's a letdown. Why even bring it up? <laughs> what about the blood on the sign-in blood? They didn't say anything about that. They probably didn't keep it. Probably put it in their garbage. <laughs> they did. They just got mad and threw it away. They're like, we don't even care. Um. So. There was somebody named Arthur Lee Allen that could have been a oh my gosh, am I drunk? A potential suspect based on circumstantial evidence. Do you hear Benny? He's like super <laughs> He's close to, to the mic. Here. Are you trying to crawl up here and lay down? Do you want to lay down? Are we taking your pillow? Here, come on. You've got his pillow. This is extra. Oh, because he just knows? Welcome to real life, folks. <laughs> Living the dream with two dogs. Like, we were doing so good. Still doing no fine. interruptions. And then he's, he's like... He's not interrupting. He just wants to be loved. Yeah. Okay, so Arthur Lee Allen. He had been interviewed by police from the early days of the Zodiac investigations and was suspect to several search warrants over the 20-year period. Um, in 2007, they noted that several police detectives described him as the most likely suspect. Um, it says, but however, in 2017, somebody stated that all the evidence against him turned out to be negative. I'm like, how? Oh, he's kind of creepy looking. And he died in 1992. Oh my God. I'm clicking stuff. <laughs> this is a shit show. <laughs> um, on October 6th, 1969, he was interviewed again. Um, he had been in the vicinity of the lake attack against Brian and um, his girlfriend. Um, but he said he was scuba diving that day. So Underwater. He didn't kill nobody. He was scuba diving. Underwater. Scuba diving. Obviously, I'm saying, why did you say that? I don't know. <laughs> underwater. What's up? He ain't killing nobody. Shout out, to, shout out to underwater. <laughs> you can be underwater anywhere. Ain't that crazy? Well, you're so weird. <laughs> um, but apparently, Alan spoke of a desire to kill people. Uh, so, that's weird. Uh, it says his friend Donald reported the 
to police in Manhattan Beach that he spoke of the desire to kill people, use the name Zodiac, and secure a flashlight to a firearm for visibility at night. It occurred. This conversation occurred no later than January first, nineteen sixty-nine. Hmm. How convenient! Mm-hmm. See, but how can you just trust what other people say? Like, I could be like, Eric's the Zodiac killer. Well, I'm a little young, but no. But I'm saying, people say it. Yeah, fuck it. I'm a Zodiac. <laughs> Surprise! Believe me. Believe me. Um, it says, uh. He never had a girlfriend or wife. So, I guess he was like, screw couples, I'm going to kill them. Um, They searched his residence in 1972. And in 1974, he was arrested for assaulting, uh, sexually assaulting a 12-year-old boy. So, there's that. Um, In February 1991, he had another search warrant. And two days after his death in 92, they served another warrant and seized property at his residence. Benny, what the hell? You jealous? Cash is up here now. There's a whole bed. Well, they only want me. Yeah. Um, other evidence existed against him, but was circumstantial. It says they developed a partial DNA profile from saliva on the stamps. Um, they compared it to part of his DNA. Uh, da, da, da. There wasn't a match, though. So all this was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, they still don't know who it is, so what did you think was going to come they up? They also suspect someone named Ross Sullivan, a Navy veteran named Lawrence Kane, um, another Navy veteran, Richard Reed Marshall, Ted Kaczynski, who was the Unabomber, but no. Um, Bruce Davis, he was a member of the Charles Manson family cult, uh, and a man, in 2007, a man named Dennis Kaufman claimed that his stepfather, Jack Terrence, was a Zodiac. In 2009, a former lawyer named Robert Tarbox said that he was a Zodiac killer. Um, in 2009, let's see. Another veteran, Army veteran Richard Galkowski, could have been the Zodiac Killer. Benny! Oh my gosh. I wish you guys could see this dog. Get off of me. Eric's being attacked. What are you doing? On the next episode of Marriage, yeah, Hauntings, and Murder, we will be discussing the night that Benny killed Eric. No kidding. Are you the Zodiac <laughs> Are you the Zodiac He's like, quit talking about me. Dang, Benny, dude. are you the Zodiac Killer? You're crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. Um, Edward Edwards, <laughs> who we were going to talk about today. Remember we talked about, we mentioned him last week, I think, or two weeks ago. No. Ugh. Well, anyway, he could have been the Zodiac Killer. A uh, Highway Patrol Officer, Lyndon Lafferty, said the Zodiac Killer was a 91-year-old man with the pseudonym George Russell Tucker. Um, a man named Louis Joseph Myers had confessed to a friend that he was a Zodiac killer, but he's passed. Robert Ivan Nichols, aka Joseph Newton Chandler. What that that's a lot of I have a lot of questions about that. Um, he could have been the Zodiac killer. And uh, in two thousand four, Gary Stewart published a book where he claimed his dad, Earl Van Best Jr. Was a Zodiac killer. So, 
they basically if you were a man yeah <laughs> It was this guy, Earl Van Best, right here. Yes. It was when we were talking about the fucking Black Dahlia. Mm. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. We figured it out. I wish I could high-five myself and not be a dork. Okay, bye. (laughs) What a whirlwind this has been. I'm still recovering. Still recovering. He attacked, straight up attacked. Right. Eric was attacked during this episode. (laughs) He's too big to jump around on you. (laughs) It's like they know. They're like, oh, they're almost done. They've been having a good time. Let's interrupt it. Well, it's just Benny. He can't go five minutes without having to throw a toy. He's been doing so good. They're both really good when they're sleeping. So, okay. It's time. <laughs> it is time. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. It's Don't time. y'all got something to do? You can't Apparently tell we're not. busy? Benny, what you doing? Lord Jesus help. So what do you think about that? The Zodiac Killer? Yeah. I don't know. Do you think he's pretentious asshole every fucking serial killer is a pretentious asshole i know but i mean like he was i just feel like he was worse he's smart though clearly yeah but i mean like to call in on yourself and write letters and demand people wear freaking buttons with your name on it like that to me is just outrageous yeah pretty wild what can you do? Nothing, because you'll never solve it. will never. It'll never be solved. No. It's too late. I want to know, though. Somebody tell late. me. Give me the letters. I'll decipher them. Somebody tell me. I'll figure something out here. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Don't you worry. Um, You have shout-outs to do. Shout-out, Derek and Ashton. <laughs> Supporting the podcast. <laughs> Just. Two people at a time. Killing it. Killing it. You're so good at it. Oh, well, yeah. Look how fast I get it done. <laughs> Derek and Ashton feel so loved. They probably hear their names and they're like, wow. I'm so glad I do this. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so glad I do this. I'm so glad. I mean, it makes sense. What? That they love to do it. My shout are so good. No. God. You're, you're just dog. a real blessing. There's the dog again. Um, we've got new merchandise, which Benny obviously doesn't want me to talk about. Benjamin. <laughs> oh yes, my goodness. Back. Throw it into the moon. You have a long way to go. Um, we have new merch. I'm seriously. <laughs> Let me get close to the microphone. It's gonna be so loud. <laughs> Benjamin, we're busy. Well, get through it then. I can't. Every time I, I start to talk, he squeezes the, the like. toy. 
Um, we have new merch in the shop. It is cute. It is fun. You should get some. Get them. And then when you get some, you should tag us on Instagram at M Hauntings M. Come find us. Um, if you're feeling froggy, you can give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts because it really super helps out. Um, and I feel like that's yep. I was going to say, I feel like that's all I'm going to say because Benny's going to start squeezing the toy. <laughs> and he beat me to it. Ow. So, thanks for listening. Find us on all the tweeters, Instagram, whatever. Get some merch. Get some merch. We really appreciate it. And thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll scare you later. Oh my gosh, Lord Jesus, help us all. <laughs>